Hello friends, welcome to JS Core. I am Krishna Gupta. So today we will be analyzing about the October cyclones. So cyclones will be saying that they are basically the tropical storms which are which are occurring or which are forming over the tropical belt of the world. So in this tropical belt will be saying that they are initially formed as a hazard. But when they make the landforms, okay, I am being specific, when they make the landforms and they affect the lives of the people, they become a disaster. So initially in the current news will be saying that there was a cyclone depression which is being formed over the tropical regions. It is called as Sea Thrang. It is the first cyclone of the post monsoon period which is developed in the Bay of Bengal Sea since the 2018. Uh, before this will be saying that there was a cyclone called as Titli which was an October cyclone which has uh, formed over in the year of 2018. So why the name it is given as Seatrang? Basically the nomenclature of the cyclones it is being done by the RMSCs that is the Regional Specialized Meteorological Center. So here in this part will be saying that the name here the Seatrang it is given by the Thailand. So the nomenclature will be saying that the Indian Meteorological Department, it is one of the six RMSCs which is mandated to provide the cyclone advisories and alert 13 member countries. The name of these countries here will be saying that they are Bangladesh, India, Iran, Maldives, Myanmar, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Sri Lanka, Thailand, United Arab Emirates and Yemen. So next thing will be saying that the mechanism or the impact first impact will be saying it will be impacting the border regions or the coastal regions of the west bengal and the bangladesh and mechanism here will be saying that the majority of the cyclones they are formed in the month of october and november and may and june so here in this two time period there is surges in the storm which becomes severe in intensity which is developed in the northern indian ocean comprising of both arabian sea and the bay of bengal sea so importance of the cyclone why this cyclone why this october cyclone is important so we'll be seeing the historical data that in the past 131 years the october month it saw over 61 storms which have developed in the bay of bengal sea a uh, very famous or a very infamous the super cyclone of 1999 which has taken place in the part of orissa which has made a landfall in the part of orissa was formed in the month of october only which has created a havoc in the eastern coast of india especially orissa so next thing we'll be analyzing that what is the impact we have seen so we'll be seeing the weather conditions for the october cyclone see in the part of the uh, October, we'll be seeing that there is a withdrawal of monsoon from the Indian mainland part. So here there is a shifting of low pressure conditions from the northern part of India towards the northern Indian Ocean. Basically, it is moving towards the ocean part. So this uh, low pressure belt, it moves towards the Arabian Sea and the Bay of Bengal Sea. Now, as this low pressure system, it moves towards the southern side it leads to the increase in ocean heating and it results in the rise in sea surface temperature over the bay of bengal region and also the arabian sea region so what happens after the heating is taking place we'll be seeing that there is more moisture it is being added into the atmosphere there is high amount of moisture is being added here next 
phenomena here will be saying that which is uh, different than the this part so here there are some remnant depressions which are formed over the south china sea so these depressions they move from south china sea part towards the bay of bengal sea so because of this uh, adding up or adding up of the low pressure conditions there is formation of conducive conditions which aids in the formation and intensification of cyclones in the month of october thus the formation of cyclonic condition which we have already studied in the part of geography there is high sea temperature it is that is uh, 27 degrees celsius then there is convergence of wind should take place near the ocean surface which leads to the rise of the air in the air column third thing will be saying that there is low wind shear that is the wind winds they should not vary greatly with the height then the presence of coriolis force which should be enough to form the cyclone vortex then there is also condition of pre existing weak low pressure area or low level cyclonic circulation so we'll be seeing that here the october cyclonic conditions they meet this all the criteria of the formation of cyclones thus there is formation of very intensified october cyclone in the month of october so next question here will be saying that that why this october cyclones it is not happening every year so the answer to this part will be saying that there is a various ocean atmospheric or the hydrometeorological conditions which are taking place over the part of the sea so what are the different conditions here will be saying that that prevents the formation of the cyclones every year that is la nina condition first thing is la nina condition so it forms along the equatorial belt which cools the eastern pacific part basically the western part of the ocean and the eastern part of the continent which prevents the formation of cyclones in the indian coast next thing is the positive indian ocean dipole we have seen that the negative indian ocean dipole is there and there is positive indian ocean dipole so where the north indian ocean it is divided into two thermal poles that is arabian sea which is warmer and the bay of bengal sea which is cooler comparatively this condition is specifically to the positive indian ocean dipole for the negative indian ocean dipole there will be vice versa condition so because of this indian open ocean dipole condition there is cooling of the or the there is a cooled sea surface temperature of the bay of bengal sea so next what will happen here there will be formation of cyclones it will move towards the coastal regions so the most affected areas because of this formation of cyclones it will be uh, i am talking specifically about the sea trang that is andaman and nicobar islands then odisha then west bengal and bangladesh region basically this will be the coastal areas which will be affected the most now the cyclone has formed the cyclone will be making the landfall now what are the measures which can be taken by the government or the forces or the authorities to mitigate the impact of the cyclones so here we'll be saying that there are two important agencies which are very very important and crucial in this circumstances they are imd that is the indian meteorological department which is a nodal agency which notifies and issues various alerts that is green alert red alert okay yellow alert for the respective district in the states so that there is very less impact of this cyclone then second thing is the national disaster management authority or the ndma which has issued various guidelines which helps in the loss of lives loss of infrastructure and various kind of the mitigation measures which are provided by them in the guidelines now 
Next thing here we'll be seeing that the impact of cyclones in India. How the India is getting impacted because of this cyclones. So I will be talking here in kind of general that how the overall cyclone impact is uh, making on the Indian part. So first thing we'll be seeing that there are various laws of flies. So there is a report that is according to the report that is published by Ministry of Earth Sciences. There were almost 117 cyclones which has hit India in last 50 years. So uh, duration we can say it is 1970 to 2019 which is leading to an estimated loss of almost 40,000 lives. Next thing is the loss of infrastructure. So because of this cyclones, a total damage of power infrastructure which is estimated to be around 9,700 crores which has taken place during the year of 1999 to 2019. Also it leads to the various blackout conditions where there is transport and communication process are being halted. Next is, uh, we can say the loss of agricultural produce. The cyclones here, it, lead to, it leads to large-scale destroying of agricultural produce, which is estimated to be over 1 billion of US dollars. Then it has happened during the period of 1976 to 2001. Also, there is large-scale displacement and migration of people. There is a very recent data that the Yas, Toktoy and Gulab cyclones. They have collectively led to the displacement of 2.5 million people in the recent years. Next very important part is the environmental degradation. The cyclones, it leads to the uprooting of the trees. Then there is soil degradation. There is heavy downpour of the rainwater. Then there is coastal degradation. Also the mangroves and the coral reefs are being affected because of these cyclones. So there is large scale environmental degradation because of the cyclonic conditions. So here we can see that the cyclones are one of the very important hydrometeorological conditions which becomes a disaster when not managed properly and making millions of people their lives miserable near the coastal regions. So destroying agricultural fields and infrastructure is also being done by the cyclones. It leads to various other socio-economic uh, issues also. For example, there is health issues, sanitation issues and various consequences are faced by the people which are affected because of the cyclones. Thus, it becomes very important for the Indian Meteorological Department and the National Disaster Management Authority to manage the cyclones in a very swift manner to avoid the socio-economic consequences and prevent the loss of life of people who are residing near the coastal regions in India. Thus, here we'll be seeing that in this part of the podcast, we have seen, we will be just summarizing it, like what was the October cyclone, how it is formed, what are the weather conditions which are leading to the formation of this cyclone, October cyclone basically, then what is the nomenclature, then the affected region. Here we have also seen the role of NDMA and IMD, also other socio-economic consequences which are taking place here. So we'll be ending here this podcast here today. So definitely please answer the questions which are uh, asked below and thank you very much and bye-bye. Thank <music> you.